Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Swanson Health, a company that I am happy to endorse personally because I use their high-quality vitamins and supplements daily to help maintain a fit body and mind. Swanson Health is the only company that offers a full spectrum of wellness products for mind, body, and home. From quality vitamins and supplements to cruelty-free beauty items to eco-friendly home products, Swanson Health is here to keep you healthy. They carry over 20,000 wellness products at a great value. That means you can pick up all of your favorite health products, plus discover new ones for your wellness routine, all the while leaving money in your pocket. Of especially good value are Swanson brand vitamins and supplements, which are crafted in the USA and made with unsurpassed purity and potency. Go to Swanson.com and check out their great products for yourself. Then use the code LIFE20 for 20% off. Once again, that's Swanson.com with the coupon code LIFE20. Thank you. Today's reading was edited and adapted from Personal Power by Keith J. Thomas, published in 1917. Be not afraid of greatness, says Shakespeare. Some people are born great, some achieve greatness, and some have greatness thrust upon them. Which are you? I will tell you, you were born great. You can achieve greatness if you will. And if you go about it in the right way, you will have greatness thrust upon you. The mistake so many people make is to confuse greatness with riches. The great person can have all they want, but they need not necessarily become rich. Carlyle was no more intended to be a millionaire than Andrew Carnegie was meant to be a Milton. We cannot all be Shakespeare's, or Darwin's, or Rockefeller's, but we can all be great. If we want money, we can get it. If we want power, we can get it. The only condition being that we should want it badly enough. Whatever our desire is, we must be prepared to give up all pleasure and all ease to attain it. Fortune is a hard mistress and will brook no rivals, but to the person who is prepared to serve her wholeheartedly. She offers the sure promise of their heart's desire. When we look back over the pages of history and scan the records of the world's most successful people, we find that the lower down you are on the ladder of fortune, the more likely you are to rise. The reason is that the rich person has so many distractions, and more than this, does not have the same hard experiences which develop character and brain. As soon as you make up your mind that you will do something with your life, you change over from a state of drift to one of action. It is easy to drift 
but it is better to struggle, for the current of life drags people onto the rocks and into the shallows, unless they map their course along the right channels, where the deep waters are that will carry them to harbor. Imagine a $50 million battleship, all fueled up and ready, being allowed to drift upon the ocean. What would happen? She would collide with something sooner or later, and be seriously, if not totally, wrecked. Someone, however, takes control of her. The huge engines are started, and put forth their strength. The course is set by the guiding intelligence of the captain, and the vessel journeys through calm or tempest, wherever the ruling mind directs. Every man and woman born into the world is like that. We are all capable of setting our course. We are all built to overcome the difficulties we may encounter in following it, and we are free to drift or progress as we choose. If we want to move onward, we must first see that our propelling power is in order. Then we must set our course. And finally, we must stick to that course unswervingly and with unceasing vigilance. For the moment we relax, we drift. This analogy holds the whole secret of success in life. The power that is in us, awaiting the command of our brain, will prove either useless or an obedient worker of mighty energy, just according to the manner in which we neglect or develop it. The force that drives you to any goal that you have before you is personal power. It is something more than intelligence, because it makes you use your intelligence in the right way. It is something more than character, for it creates character. It is something more than personality, because your personality is but an expression of your mind. It is more than all these things, because it gives you the eye to see beauty, your mind to appreciate life in its fullness, and the strength to grasp what you need from the hands of fortune. If you are discontented, if you are despondent, even if you are despairing, there is still the dormant power within you, waiting and able to turn discontent to serenity despondency to happiness, and despair to hope. The limbs of the body, if unused from year's end to year's end, would wither simply for want of use. It is the same with your personal power, except that it never withers so much that you cannot quicken it to vitality again. It will shrivel and shrink. But as soon as you call upon it, it will start growing again, and you can develop it into a mighty force that will make your life whatever you wish it to be. Your personal power is yours alone. You alone can develop it. You alone can use it. More than this, it is fashioned by the Creator to serve your particular needs. Unless you have inventive genius, it will not make an Edison or a Marconi out of you. 
And once you recognize that truth, you will realize the fallacy of those writers on success who tell the world that a person can do whatever they will. Unless your brain is Napoleonic, you cannot be Napoleon. And even if by sheer determination you could emulate his achievements, life would not be worthwhile, for you would get no pleasure out of it. There is, however, this compensating advantage. Whatever you are fitted for, you can attain by using your power in the right way, and you can be sure that the results will satisfy you completely. That is as much as the human mind is capable of complete satisfaction. If you honestly desire a fortune more than anything else in the world, you can make one. If you want great ability in art or in science, you can succeed in these. Let your actions follow the aspirations of your heart, so long as they are pure and noble. There is no power outside of you that can withstand the power you hold locked within your breast. Nothing worth having is easy to win, and there is no royal road to success in any department of life. But there is a sure road that all may travel, hard, stony, and wearisome, but with flowers springing by the wayside to brighten the path birds singing in the blue to cheer the journey, and the sure promise of reward awaiting at the journey's end. Whatever theories may evolve for the successful conduct of our lives, this shining truth stands forth as the most obvious. There can be no success without strength of character. Thus the question we have to ponder over is this. How shall we so develop our character and our intellect that these shall be strong and influence others? Let's say someone comes to see me in business. They put a proposition before me and make no impression whatsoever. Another person comes in with a similar proposal and sparks my interest. The truth is that some people we meet leave a strong impression behind them. We remember them long afterwards. Faces in a crowd interest us. People seen at a party attract us, and we instinctively like them. Are these things purely accident? I put it to you that they are not. And I go farther and say that we can all develop our personalities and similarly draw people to ourselves. In discussing this question, we stand on sacred and solemn ground. There is something more of the divine in the mind than in the body. The mind is the field the Creator gives us to cultivate and bring forth its fruit. If the parable of the ten talents means anything, it means that we are to cultivate all the gifts which lie dormant within us. If Shakespeare had been content to lead an idle life, the magnificence of his thoughts would never have been set down for the benefit of posterity. Wherever we note the results of a great life, we see that they were attained by ceaseless effort, strenuous living, 
and endless self-culture. And each of us has this gift. Perfection always includes a measure of drudgery. And that is the reason for the saying, genius is an infinite capacity for taking pains. Consider the evolution of nature, how slow it is, measured by our standards of time. In the field we see the tillage, then the sowing, then the sprouting of the seed, followed by the shooting of the stem, the bud, and finally the full bloom of the flower. All through nature there is this same gradual progression. Can we expect to develop our powers more rapidly? And should we not learn from this and be well content to make our gradual progress? We cannot see the flowers grow, nor can we see our own intellectual progression. Day by day, as we study and work, we are moving forward. God made the earth of countless atoms, covered it with numberless green things and many hued details of shrub, bloom, and tree. The sea is colorless if you take a little in your hand. But as you look at all these millions and millions of infinitesimal particles, you see the earth in all its beauty and the sea in all its grandeur. So it is with our daily life. We toil and drudge. We bear the burden and heat of the day. We are weary and oppressed. And when a new day dawns, we see the fruits of our labor in some completed and satisfying work. As the psalmist says, They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. They that go forth and weep, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing. The only condition for coming again with joy is that you take your seed and go forth. However great or small our life may be, it is essential to the scheme of the universe, or we should not be living at all. If we but regard our daily work as necessary, as it surely is, to the whole living race and the races to come, no task can be viewed as ignoble and no endeavor unimportant. With that in mind, strike out today and live your life boldly, fulfilling every role you are called upon to do and to the best of your ability. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. Get the best of our podcast in heirloom hardcover or digital ebook by visiting inspirationallifelessons.com. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time.